Yo. What's up? What's up, Dooms? This is, uh, it's been a minute. Fuck, it's been way too long. <laughs> it's been, yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been a while though, but, uh, but we're back. We're back on track. This is, uh, this is a grand return. This is 2020. Um, the return, the return. <laughs> the return of the homeboys. Oh, uh, it's a new decade, new beginnings. Uh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, I think it's you know we got to shake off a little bit of ring rust, but I think after a little bit, it feels kind of weird. It's kind of talking to the phone, but uh, but um, you know we're back. It, it it does feel a little weird, but we'll get back in the in the groove of things really soon. Yeah, I don't know. What do you want to start with? It's been so long. Well, a lot of things. Yeah, a lot of things have happened. Um, but uh, but I think you know I think we were. We were just talking about kind of like, you know, new year, new kind of branding, new approach. So instead of like talking about, you know, we'll still ha- get up to our shenanigans and, and talk shit, you know, do all that stuff. But but we're, you know, we're instead of kind of keeping it with a theme, we're kind of just going to go, you know, we're going to try to do this once a week and we're just going to try to keep it to kind of the happenings in the week. And we're just kind of branch off from there and, and, and we'll see how it goes and you know we said we kind of give you guys some recommendations before that was our plan when we first started you know things to watch and kind of things to get up to and the current events so i think we should just do that and we'll see how it goes and you know maybe some days we'll do like focus on like specific topics but today we'll kind of talk about a few things can you hear me yeah i can hear you okay yeah yeah. so i think First things first. Recently, there's like a lot of uh, big news that happened. So, which one do you want to start with? I think you know what I think. Uh, you know, is since we're kind of in this awkward phase right now, getting back into it, I think we might as well keep it a little, you know, a little not awkward, but kind of a little low, you know, uh, a, a little somber. Yeah, a little uh, like a, like a sobering mood, but um. You know, let's say, you know, we, we, we want to start out with, you know, dedicating at least for me personally, growing up being a huge, huge Kobe Bryant fan. I want to dedicate this podcast episode and, and, and to him and, and his daughter, Gigi, and everyone on that on that helicopter. And, um, you know, I want to, you know, you know, we, we, we can shout him out at the end of the episode. And, you know, I don't think it's disrespectful for us to do that because that's kind of like our tribute to to these people but you know uh i just i want to get i want to get your thoughts on 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 kobe and, and what happened um because for me you know i know you know we grew up together and and you know i'm a big basketball guy and i played mm-hmm. basketball you know pretty much all of my life and watched these guys and and you know this guy was like godlike mm-hmm. to us growing up and i just want to hear your thoughts on you know the passing of Kobe being Bryant, you know, the Black Mamba and kind of what you think about this whole thing. Yeah, just Kobe himself, he was just a hugely inspirational person, not just because he was a basketball player, but it was just his pursuit of being perfect, you know. A lot of people need Mm -hmm. inspiration and he was always definitely an inspirational guy and he didn't care what anyone did. It was just he had the encouragement to say whatever you're trying to pursue pursue it don't let let anyone tell you 
you can't do something. And I think that coming from someone like him and how he how he led by example in being the first one in and the last one out of the gym and 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 he it seemed like he would take other young players, even though they weren't on his team, kind of take them under his wing and and encourage them to be the best that they were. And it was a definitely very sad accident that happened with the helicopter. Just a lot of small things went wrong and it ended up costing everyone on that helicopter their life. And it, but I don't know if we can just take one thing out of it that they hopefully they didn't suffer because it seemed like they were traveling at a very, very high speed when, when they had that accident. I think I just read something today saying they kind of plunged like 12,000 or 3,000 feet and it kind of lasted a minute. But but that tells you how fast they were traveling when, when that impact hit. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. You know, like I, I kind of stayed away from all the reports because like, I don't know, personally, I'm just, I'm not very interested in the details and, and, and a lot of people are. And when these things happen, I'm just kind of like, and that's crazy statistics. And I'm glad that you told me. And it's just, it makes me think that's all the more frightening what happened. And, and, you know, for, you know, I, we, you know, I, we were together when we, when we heard the news, you know, like, like yeah. I was, I was hanging out with you and, 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 and we were kind of putting our heads together, trying to figure out the return, trying to figure out our return to the podcast stage, um, you know, to, you know, probably a dwindling uh, fan base of just our friends now. <laughs> but but uh, we lost whatever fans that were outside of our friend circle <laughs> over That's the past few months. months. But, uh, you know, um, uh, it was, yeah, we were there. And when you showed me and the fact that TMZ first reported it and, you know, TMZ is kind of like, you know, they've been known to be, very accurate with things because they have a wide network of sources, but at the same time, it's TMZ, you know, it's not, you know, they're kind of borderline gossip. And, and, and it was just, when I saw that I was, my first reaction was, you know, I was still getting stuff from the feed from the day before in the morning of where they were saying stuff like, okay, like LeBron passed. Him and yeah. yeah. And I was still like, I was, it was Sunday morning and, you know, over here on, on the West coast in, in, uh, in, in North America. And it was just, we were just trying, like, like we were, people were just waking up. Right. And it was, it was just, it was just trying to, you know, there was, I was still going through my feed from the night before and seeing all of that, you know, sports feeds about Kobe congratulating LeBron. And the next thing is like, yo, like this, this shit can't be real. You know, like, like, like he's a you know like honestly he's he's the last person i think not the last but he's on that list of like like i was thinking i was i was speaking to my dad about this yesterday and people i know and and uh and i i, I think that we weren't alive when bruce lee passed right no. No. but i think bruce lee has had an impact on myself on you on a lot of other people um whether or not you're of Asian descent or not, I think a lot of people have been influenced by Bruce Lee and, and then Kobe, Kobe dying is like, you know, I can imagine like, this is probably what a lot of people felt when Bruce Lee died. I see. Yeah. 
you know, that kind of like he's touched so many people, not because, you know, like, like, like I was, I felt really weird because I was kind of like, I don't know him personally, of course. And the billions of people around the world that are mourning the loss of Kobe Bryant, they're not, and, and of course his daughter and, and all that. But I think more specifically, Kobe is not to take anything away from the, the other lives is we were impacted by it. You know, like, like, and, and someone like Bruce Lee for a lot of people, which, you know, like I playing basketball growing up, like I copied Kobe's moves, which Kobe developed his own kind of system based on Michael Jordan. And, yeah, and we just, you know, like the way that when I have an opportunity to teach younger generations how to play basketball, as you know, I do sometimes, I, I teach them the post up, I teach them the fade away. I, all of these things I learned informally from watching Kobe play. And, and, and there's so many kids that, 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 that emulated his style of play and just that Mamba mentality, what you said, the, that viciousness, you know, like to some, it was vicious on the court. He was cutthroat. He was ruthless, but it was just that by any means necessary, you have to get things done and you have to outwork anybody else in order to accomplish your goals. And I think, yeah. That's what, you know, whenever you're, you know, I know for myself, sometimes when I get tired in the gym, I'm like, okay, you know, like Kobe Bryant would not give up. And this was, you know, and I have so many memories of watching him. And I think this is, even though we don't know him personally, he's, you know, he's been a part of our lives, especially those involved with basketball with any sort of serious training at one point in their lives or not, you know, you get affected by, by Kobe Bryant. Yeah, he's just he's just one of those people that transcends like the thing that they're involved with. Like Bruce Lee, he was more than just like a martial artist. Uh, in a way, he was like a philosopher. And and for Kobe Bryant, he's more than just a basketball player. He's just like uh, probably one of the best role models you can have. And I I saw a post by Allen Iverson. I think it was today, and he was talking about one of the interactions he had with him and. I think Alan Iverson came to LA and they were hanging out and Kobe Bryant took him to dinner. And then, and then when Kobe drops him off, he asks Alan what he's going to be doing tonight. And then Alan Iverson's Alan Iverson said, Oh, I'm, I'm going to the club. What are you going to do? And then Kobe just uh, says back to him, he goes, I'm going to the gym. So it's just one of those things where even even with that friendly relationship, Kobe still like, has that competitive spirit and, and being the best. But also, in a way, he's he's being an influence on Allen Iverson because he goes, there's no days off. For him. He, it doesn't matter what's going on tonight. What's most important to him is, is the game and, and being the best. Yeah. And you hear these, you know, everybody, every, like, trainer and, and so many players and trainers have come out. But even before this thing, like, everybody used to talk about like how Kobe and his legendary work ethic, you know, like he would, I mean, this guy would like, he's one of those rare people who would like sleep for like five hours, four and a half hours a night. He would be up at like three and four in the morning. He would be calling his trainers up at three or four in the morning. And before like people showed up at the gym in the morning before nine or 10 o'clock, this guy would have already put in his work and, you know, like, like it's insane, like the amount of output he's able to do and the fact that he ruptured his Achilles and he, 
was able to shoot free throws and most people would be just crying in pain, like just a mess on the ground. And for him to literally like will his, 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 his Achilles, his heel to, to, to kind of stay together. And, you know, is, is, you know, this guy is just, there will never be another Kobe Bryant. There will never be another black Mamba. And, you know, like, you know, thoughts go out to his, to his, uh, you know, um, to his, uh, to his family and, and, you know, is, yeah, you know, there's just, he's just, he's touched so many people and, and, you know, I think, you know, I think both of us have been influenced by him and, and we've watched him. We grew up watching, we, we were so blessed to have grown up watching Michael Jordan when we were in elementary school and then watching Kobe as we got through high school and, you know, watching LeBron who graduated the same year we did. Yeah. And to see the three greatest players, arguably, that have ever played this game. And we were able to see that during every, like, we grew up with these guys. You know, Michael Jordan, you know, like, I'm not going to disclose our year of birth, but he got drafted around the same time. You know, not I'm not going to disclose. We're keeping it on the, you know, we're keeping that file closed. But, <laughs> but, uh, but my, you know, we grew up with these guys. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was you know we, shocking of uh, the way it went down and what happened, and yeah, TMZ was the first to break it, so it was just kind of although like yeah they break a lot of things, they were just kind of that is this real, uh, like is this just hearsay, like what actually happened? Yeah, for me, it's just like wondering what actually went on. That's why I kind of kind of dug around on the internet to look up what might have gone wrong and if it was just like straight up an accident or or like engine trouble or something like that a mechanical failure and and just having him with his daughter he's like put seems like he put a lot of uh a lot of his post-retirement energy into his daughter and and her she was like his basketball legacy right so it was just kind of a little bit more sad because that was what he one of the final stamps he wanted to put on this planet was, was with that daughter in terms of basketball. Yeah. And I, that's just, you know, like hashtag girl dad has been trending, you know, and it's just, you know, he really, like you said, he really, there's that we, we could talk about him all day about how he was a great basketball player, but I think he was really trying to be an even better father. And I think, yeah, you know, like it's, it's, you know, like, being parents, I know, you know, you and I both are blessed with great parents and, and, you know, we are, you know, we are blessed with great wives and great other halves and great family members and friends. And I think all of this just reminds you that, you know, like if any good is to come with this, it just, you know, you hear a lot of people say this, that you got to go out there every day. And, you know, when you can, wake up with all these people beside you and and you could see them every day and you and I are blessed because we can do that you know we can see these people every day and you know we you know and when you come home at night when you see these people there and it's like you know it's 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 scary you know for him you know I can't imagine what Kobe's wife and and his other daughters are feeling right now not being able to do that you know And, and 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 it reminds us not to take that for granted Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. things can change so quickly your life can get like flipped upside down in an instant yeah yeah so it's you know it's uh is a good 
is is a sombering note, but we, you know, I think, you know, we we all kind of, you know, mourn the loss of Kobe in our own ways. I know I have, and and you know, perhaps you have to a certain extent. But I think we'll uh, we'll kind of leave it at that there, and yeah. and we'll kind of move on to uh, you know, we'll try to move on to other things. And I'm sure before the end of the episode, we'll be uh, you know, shooting the shit about you know some hilarity will ensue in the next few minutes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, all right. P. Kobe and, and his daughter Gigi and those, uh, that lost their lives in that accident. Yeah. You know, just, you know, he's up there. You know, he's up there. He, he's, you know, I have a feeling he's up there. And there's so many weird things that have happened, like to, to some of the, you know, there's some, some, some basketball players that I, that I know that have, you know, I, you know, I'm not going to, you know, you know, tell, there's some basketball players that I know that played a game recently and they, their scores like ended up adding to like eight and 24, their numbers, Jersey numbers. Like you hear all these coincidences and it's just, it's, you know, like, you know, we hope that the guys, uh, you know, the guys up there and, and, and may he, uh, may he find peace up there with, with, with Gigi. But um, yeah, so, so we, uh, we're going to wrap up our, our little Kobe segment and, uh, you know, just shout out to him wherever he is, you know, wherever his spirit is or whatever, you know, just the Mamba, Mamba forever. Yeah. Yeah. So um, now that the hard part of the podcast is over with, uh, let's get to, uh, you know, I think the next topic we're going to talk about is, um, you know, we'll kind of talk about recent things like we talk about Kobe, but you and I are also big MMA guys. And a lot of times we bring our MMA kind of, you know, uh, what's happening in the world of MMA. So let's kind of give a little update because the, another big significant re- event happened recently. <laughs> None of us were uh, actually witnessed this <laughs> no, <laughs> because no. we were, we were trying to watch it, but uh, um, son of Ben, who you may remember from a previous episode, um, the son of Ben uh, was trying to get us to, um, to watch this um he uh he he had the pay-per-view going okay (laughs) (laughs) and uh and and he was trying to show us through the screen but (laughs) yeah but we we both missed it due to technical difficulties i don't know what happened that was weird that was very strange but uh but the return of the return of the mac okay Mac M A C Mac, but the return of of the Irishman, you know, not Robert De Niro Irishman, but actual Irishman. <laughs> his, but, but but the return of Conor McGregor, who was uh, you know, uh, he 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 beat Donald Cerrone, cowboy. So, what are your thoughts on that? On what's your take? Uh, I don't know. I just felt like it was such a good matchup for, for Connor. Even though he went up to 170, he was off for, I don't know, whatever, uh, how many years it was. Of what he, he, he was off beating old men in bars. And, uh, oh, yeah. you know. and he did. Yeah, he did have a lot of controversy. So people wanted to see how he would return. And I think it set up for a good story of, of like the defeated champion and how he would rise from all that adversity that he had. Most of it was stuff that he put on himself and his kind of life of excess and it's kind of just way to like yeah just go in excess and go crazy he did enjoy his success he did something that nobody else in mma has ever done and he fought uh our generation's greatest boxer and 
he had one of the biggest purses of all time in in that regard and he was able to sell what two million pay-per-views or i don't know something ridiculous with with that boxing fight and and then his fight with khabib after that so he's definitely earned to enjoy some of his success but that definitely comes at a price um and it, it was pretty good to see him uh like shake off that rust he looked pretty good from what i saw and but donald cerrone is not known as as the quickest starter it, it takes him a little bit to kind of gauge the distance and and his timing and all that which is something he has to really work on although it's been how many fights now uh in 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 his career and he hasn't been able to kind of overcome that's that hurdle that that he has because i feel like that's probably his biggest flaw in in his fighting style is just that slow warm up, and then Connor comes on hard in the beginning. He did that against Aldo, right? He was able to beat yeah. him, but it's a kind of like a controlled aggression that he has, which which doesn't yeah. play well. And he just had a pretty impressive showing, but he has a lot of a lot of options, but there are mostly dangerous options for him because he's up in weight, and and he's fighting probably fight guys that are that are heavier than him with. Uh, with those that are at welterweight no no and 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 cowboy is you know like everybody loves cowboy like you know he's not nobody's ever gonna talk shit about that guy and what he's done but cowboy's always been a bit of a a a cult uh fan favorite you know he's he, he he calls it as it is and he's you know he's not one for trash talk he goes in there he handles his business he had one of the best combos ever in mma history that like yeah. six seven punch combo yeah. against yeah. rick story where it was just like fucking street fighter motherfucker yeah. <laughs> was like he was like stringing them together you know it was like a video game and you know, that's always going to, you know, people are going to remember him for those fights, but they're always, they're also going to unfortunately remember him getting, you know, he got paid, he got paid, but they're going to remember him getting like, you know, all 40 seconds of him getting just dummy by Connor. And, and, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's always been kind of like an interesting guy, you know, and like you said, he's been a slow starter and anytime he's had these big, big stage mate, you know, like title fights or whatever. And, he just kind of, you know, because these other guys would just explode on him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah, and, and he's one of those guys. Sorry? Yeah, I think they know that now, and they just try to exploit that, just push him in the beginning. and Because what do they have to lose at that point, right? They're just... Uh... No, and, and he's not known for, like, Cowboy was never really, like, a knockout artist. You know, he was, you know, he's a good striker, but he was never known for, like, being, like, you know, he could cold cock you and, like, yeah, you know, he... Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's it's it's and he was it's not like saying he's a, he's got pillow hands or whatever, but he's just you know he's not like you know the Diaz brothers or or Max where they kind of accumulate strikes. He's he's kind of somewhere in between. He doesn't have that you know like Mark Hunt kind of walk out you know like that you know walk off fucking KO power. Yeah, I think it's because he's like a much more technical and and doesn't kind of go crazy wild, right? And and I think yeah that, yeah that just translates to him not not doing the wild swinging or whatever and and uh, having that one punch KO power although with some tech people with some of their uh, tight technique they have KO power but I don't know I don't know what it is with him maybe because he's a bit more lankier he's not as not as muscular I don't know but yeah because he is a leaner guy 
Yeah, yeah. So he's, uh, I mean, you know what? Punching power is one of those things. Like you talk to trainers and you and I have trained in the past and you talk to trainers. It's kind of like you either have dynamite in your hands or you don't. You can strengthen your punching power. You can, you know, work out certain muscles. You can like, you know, you know, scientifically kind of push yourself like, you know, like mass times fucking this. What is that? Mass times velocity. The fuck's that? Yeah. yeah. MB squared. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, if you can move a heavy object quicker over a distance, then obviously you have that power. And, yes, you can train that. But, you know, you have people like Anthony Rumble Johnson or, like, Mark Hunt or, like, even at the lighter weight classes, like, someone like PJ Dillashaw, who, again, you would argue PEDs or whatever, but even, like, Cody Garbrandt, like, some of these guys, like, that amount of, like, you know, they're not the biggest guys, you know, I mean, but... You know, even like Pacquiao, you know, he was like 135 pounds, but he had that knockout power. Yeah. Who, who was the champion at welterweight again? The one that looks like Hero? Uh, uh, he lost champion at At welterweight. Yeah. Kamaru Usman. Yeah, he uh, he lost to him. Who did? The, the, the last champion before Usman. Well, I forget what his name is now. Tyron. Oh, Tyron. Tyron Willie, yeah. He had KO power. Yeah, he had KO power, but he was just like, you know, he also had hugging power. <laughs> <laughs> he about that Care Bear he, game. Like, that. he's scary. He had scary power. Yes. He knocked yes, yes. Power. I ain't got... He knocked out Koscheck in, like, ridiculous fashion. I wouldn't want to fight him. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> hugging power. If, hey, shout out to Tyron. If you listen to this right now, don't come after me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh but yeah he's uh the funny thing about him i was watching one of those embedded he's like he wants to like start a baseball team or something like he has like 10 kids really? or something. oh i see, I yeah, see. He's, got, he's got like six kids yeah right yeah like he's got like he's got something ridiculous it's not just like with oh one, people have with kids. one person or like with like a bunch of people I think it's well, hey man, no slander his name. People knock him. I'm just I'm just asking. Hey, <laughs> this guy ain't playing that Sean Kemp game. <laughs> Shout out to Sean Kemp. <laughs> motherfucker awesome. motherfucker can open a sperm bank. <laughs> he tried, dude. <laughs> but uh, in the wrong place though. Okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but uh um uh He's uh, yeah, I think he's a one person. He's like he loves kid. Yeah, well, if he's a good dad, then he's a good dad, right? Yeah, you know, and you know what? He's a very good commentator. Oh, uh, I can't remember if I've like watched any of those. I guess he would be on like a fight night or ESPN event. Yeah, yeah, him and Bisbing would be on together sometimes. And you know what? Like Bisbing is good. Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go with. We're gonna go off. We're gonna. Which this is what is good about this because we can fucking go and off on different directions. So, like, name your top three UFC commentators. Oh shit! Um, UFC only. Yeah, you. I mean, you can go for some other guys. Like, I don't know if you want to go I'm for like you know because I like I, I don't I know who you're gonna say. <laughs> what? Like, like you're gonna say like. Okay, it's either one of these guys. You're gonna say like Boz or like yeah. Chael. Yeah, I like Boz. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Remember those GTA videos? 
<laughs> those are hilarious. <laughs> That's what made Mike famous, like, because he was just so wild and crazy in those videos. He's a crazy man. Yeah, yeah. But he had like, yeah. some shady shit recently where he was supporting some promoter and that guy was shady with like the way he handled his money and he kind of no that was a bare not the bare knuckle fighting shit yeah yeah so no 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 kind of like put me off on him because but i don't know the truth of that so but it seemed like he was shady in that from what i read on online i don't know you never know these things you know like i mean if you're in the limelight people will say anything but not just you know we don't know anything but boz is he's a good guy yeah he seems like a good guy yeah seems like a good guy (laughs) <laughs> but uh but but so he's one of your guys yeah and cormier is probably another yeah one more i probably have to say dominic cruz it's really yes um, yes sir yeah. yes sir i gotta go with uh i don't i have the same list but i don't have boz yeah. not because i think he's shady you know <laughs> shout out shout out to boz rooting the original king of pancreation yeah, right? yeah he, he's he's og He's a he's he's been a he's been around the game like this guy was fucking people up and like long before people knew what MMA was. Yeah, some unfortunate things happen with him. Like I think he got popped for like some weird reason. Uh, I think early in UFC and just kind of his his injuries took over. I think he had neck issues and stuff like that. Yeah, with a thick neck like that though, that's you know he got one of the thickest necks in the game. Yeah, he's definitely a physical specimen. He has like crazy power. He was on those shows where they tested like punching power and kicking power and whatnot. Sports science. Yeah, yeah. Apparently he was yeah, like, yeah. He, ridiculous power. He was up there, yeah. I remember when Shogun was on that show with like the hardest kick. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. But uh but but I would say Dominic Cruz is up there. Just you know, you see that guy walking around, you wouldn't expect him to be a fighter. You know what I mean? Like, he just, I mean, we know him to be a, a really skilled fighter, but he doesn't, like, he looks like he would be, like, you walk into a bank and this guy's, like, a financial advisor. <laughs> yeah, he's on a <laughs> and, uh And Daniel Cormier, again, a guy who does not necessarily look like a fighter, but this guy's a beast. I mean, he looks like, you know, a dad. I mean, he is a dad, but he looks like a dad you'd see, like, at a soccer game on a Saturday morning. Yeah, taking his kids to football practice kind of thing. Yeah, like he does not look the part at all. But but let's let's be real about it. This guy's fucked up some major name. Yeah, probably one of the be- best fighters of all time, Cormier. Yeah, just you know, and go up and down and take on kind of competition that he that he wants to take on. Yeah, and he's just a lovable guy. You know, some people put the hate on him. They think it's all a nice guy act, but I love him. So I think so so DC and 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 DC and oh two DCs if you think about it. Yeah, DC squared. <laughs> yeah, DC squared. We got we got the vote. But the third guy, I'ma have to say, and this guy comments only, he rarely comments, and I think he's actually making a comeback. But this guy was a you know, he fought George St. Pierre back in the day, and he was kind of annoying when he fought GSP. Okay. But I love him for his breakdowns, and I always like to watch it, especially when they do the European fights. Is Dan Hardy? Oh, okay. Because yeah, Dan like Hardy, his breakdown. Yeah. yeah, he's an intelligent guy, and he he's like, yeah. yeah, he's super, and he's very well spoken, and and he's just like, and he just seems like such a nice guy, you know. Like what you know, I think a lot of people's memory of him was when he was a fighter, and he was kind yeah. of a bit of a dick, you know. Yeah. 
and just the way he presented himself and he had like you know the mohawk and all that stuff and then now you know you see him like you know he's been on shows and stuff and he's just super technical and, and just but he explains it in a way that you know what like the average person would understand yeah and he's very well spoken but uh i think he he's back in on testing so i don't know if he's in a fight or he's thinking of fighting but yeah, he put his name back in the USADA testing pool. Yeah, yeah. And they run up on you, like all sorts of weird places. <laughs> yeah, there was like, some weird stuff going on not too long ago. Yeah, somebody who somebody's wife was pregnant or whatever in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who I was this? They, I would listen. I think the way, the way they handled some of their stuff was not uh, the right kind of the right kind of protocol and, and they got called out on it by a fighter i think i forget now it might have been pettis uh, i think i can't remember now no somebody's wife was pregnant and they ran up on him in the hospital while she's fucking her child's coming out yeah it was i can't remember who it was like i just recently i was watching those food truck diaries of one of those guys yeah should have pulled uh john jones and hit under <laughs> hit under something <laughs> Oh man, John Jones. They gotta they gotta catch him. Catch him on a Friday night. They'll catch him for sure. Yeah. I think he's uh, fighting soon too, isn't he? He's what? Fighting soon, Reyes. Oh yeah, that uh J- J- uh Dominique Reyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh but but yeah, no, I remember Mighty Mouse got busted when cause he's a big Twitch streamer guy, and Mighty Mouse got busted when he was Twitch streaming. Yeah, during a stream, I was no, saying. They like they, you know, they don't, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not fucking causing shit right here. But he didn't get busted. He just, they just wanted random testing while he was streaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, literally, they came through the door while he was like streaming on Twitch or whatever. Yeah, it just seems like they're too like assholeish about the way they do their testing, and they're they demand shit right away. It's like okay. Just wait two minutes and then I'll come on, come to you guys. Not like they lose their line of sight on the person and, and they disappear. They're there and they can just wait like five minutes. <laughs> and you gotta like, you gotta be like apparently like literally in the stall and they're standing outside. Yeah, yeah. Well, I understand that they don't want they don't want a person to be be given fake samples and stuff like that. Yeah, but how are you gonna do that? They stand outside the bathroom door. You have to stand outside the stall. Unless motherfucker got like a tape, uh, he taped a a a a a, a, a film a film roll of urine like behind a to- you know toilet, but then somebody would have told him he's they're running up on. Him. Gonna be like James Bond in the air ducts, fucking running around. Oh, it's gonna be like Michael Corleone in the restaurant. <laughs> he taped the urine behind the behind the toilet behind the water tank. Dude, that could happen. You're giving people ideas now. <laughs> no, but how are they gonna know that Usada's gonna roll up on? But they can just have that stuff like stashed away in the toilet bowl the entire time. Yeah, but they gotta do that everywhere they go. Like they gotta go. Like, all right, I'm gonna go have takeout, so I'm gonna go and like bring a bottle of urine and stash it wherever I go. That won't ever happen. They could. They probably just show up to your house. It's not like they're gonna show up to whatever Pizza Hut where you're on the bus. Nah, man, they show up like that, random. But they have to know you're there in the first place. Oh yeah, that's true. Unless they like put GPS on everyone and and. Uh, oh man, dang! If I'm responsible for a lot of fighters on PEDs, hey, these guys better be. You know, one day maybe they'll write a book about my advice. 
yeah. But but you know one the way they kind of circumnavigate <laughs> that uh, USADA stuff is that they say they went on vacation and they didn't bring their phone and they're out in the wilderness fucking fucking off and doing nothing. Uh, there's the Ooh. one interview with Josh Burnett and he was I think he was talking to J- uh, Joe Rogan and he's talking about how he went in, went into the wilderness to to just like do I don't know I don't know what the hell he was doing there but. He just disappeared, and and you saw it to look for him, and it just seemed like very shady because he's like gone for two weeks, and uh, and uh, I think other fighters have done that too. They just disappear and they return, go in the wilderness and inject themselves. Yeah, well, they're not really in the wilderness. <laughs> they're they're out probably training somewhere. Yeah, they just uh, they just like lose their phone and and uh, come back, and you saw it was like, where the hell were you? And they're probably just like, oh, I was on some sort of retreat where there was no no uh, Wi-Fi or or cell signal. And that's their excuse. They're able to get away with with doing roids or well, I'm not saying everybody does it, but there there are ways around USADA. Yeah. There's gotta be, right? So okay. So so we talked about the commentators, we talked about USADA, we kind of covered the MMA basis. And now, yeah, well, we, we can't forget about Masvidal and and uh, oh, right now, George Gamebred. Yeah, see, you and I, you and I knew of Masvidal way back in the day, and I'm sure a lot of listeners, if you're a hardcore MMA fans, like, you know, shout out to Kimbo, yeah, right. Yeah, but Masvidal, when he weighed like fucking, we're talking like 190, 200 pounds or whatnot, like he seemed a lot bigger back then. Yeah, yeah, but when he was bigger, he he got his start fighting for Kimball or like whatever backyard data fight. Kimball's dude. He fought what? He fought against Kimball's dude. Yeah, but it was like backyard in Miami. Yeah, straight up like bare knuckle underground fighting that guy. Yeah, that guy's just and you know what? Like when they say like, you know, this guy's a straight G. You know, this guy is he's he's definitely I think he can back up the talk. He's just. He's, you know, he's not trying to manufacture that image. Like, he is legitimately, like, you know, a guy who, like, you know what? he If you tell him, like, hey, I'm going to fucking, you know, we're going to fucking scrap right now. And he could be, like, in the middle of, like, a fucking massage or physio session. And he'd probably <laughs> fucking fight you right there. Yeah, man, he would. He's that guy, yeah. That's the kind of mentality he has. Like, a fight-to-eat mentality, too. Which, which I like the direction he's kind of going in. He's the baddest motherfucker in, in the UFC right now, I think. Too. He is. He got that belt. He got the belt to prove it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but I but I think I told you this before. But there's these videos. If you go back, there's this guy called Genghis Khan, like Genghis, as in Genghis Khan, but Genghis Khan, like C O N. And oh. he make he use he's uh he makes videos, documentaries, and he used to follow George Masvidal around when he used to fight for smaller promotions. No way, I never heard of this. Yeah, and and uh, I used to watch a, I watch all these, and it's called Miami Hustle, and then that was yeah. you know before, I think before he joined American Top Team or he was part time training there. Yeah, but it he had a trainer who like his uh he this guy was like a strength and conditioning coach who was kind of like I don't know if he like doubled as his manager. And they follow him and a lot of other guys around. Like, there's this Cuban wrestler, you know, and there's not Yoel, but a, a shorter dude. <laughs> and there's these guys who fought in Japan and now in what is now a defunct organization called Sengoku and yeah. these other guys. And all these guys, um, 
they followed them around. And then Masvidal was just literally like, you see like his trainer waiting outside in his backyard. And at two in the morning, you know, he's on that Floyd training schedule. And Masvidal is like playing Call of Duty Black Ops. <laughs> and then the trainer's like knocking on his door. And, you know, like Masvidal would be like eating ice cream, like, you know, in between fights, like not a single fuck's given or like yeah. pizza pops or whatever. Just that real hood mentality. But he's just a straight fighter. Like some people are just fighters. Like you don't have to look like a Sage Northcutt to fucking whoop someone's ass. Yeah, yeah, you don't. Cormier is definitely one of those types. No, he is definitely he's definitely you know what we should now now's the time to make another list this time we gonna make another list because now it's time to make a list of dudes who look like they shouldn't be fighting but they whooping people's ass <laughs> dudes that look like average joes but are, but are really assholes yeah yeah, or even like less than average Joe, like motherfucking Jeremy Horn, who looks like he get his ass whooped every single day. <laughs> <laughs> but, but top five motherfuckers who look like they shouldn't be fighting, but they can whoop ass. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Fedor is probably on there too. Okay, Fedor's definitely he's yeah. like he's one of the he one of the top guys on that list. He looked like he can hug you to death before he fucking punches you up. Oh man, Fedor. Fedor yeah, on that list. Okay. Yeah, I guess there's a lot DC of heavy... on that list. Yeah, DC for sure. Oh. Uh okay, let me ask you this though. Without knowing, I know this is hard, without knowing how the Diaz brothers are and how they fight and their history. Yeah. You know, Grace Jiu-Jitsu, Black Boats to the Tit or whatnot. Yeah. Like, what, when you look at those guys walking around, okay. would you be intimidated? I don't know if I'd be intimidated, but they do look like thugged out dudes, you know what I mean? Just like the, okay. the way they walk and the way they like kind of act towards people and stuff like that. So that's true. That's true. Okay, they're a little different because they carry that. Like, George is kind of like that. Like, you yeah. might not think he's a fighter if you don't know anything about him, but he got that kind of menacing look to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got okay, so swag to him. Where is where it's like, that's, yeah. that's true. So, but, but Cormier and Fedor have none of that. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> They like they like uh, the next Mister Pillsbury Doughboy kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> so so they're uh, when you poke them, they go. <laughs> I love to see one of them do that. So you got Cormier, you got Fedor. Fedor. I think you uh, Dominic earlier. Yeah, Dominic Cruz. Yeah. Um, but remember what uh, Dominic Cruz? He put the thong on on. <laughs> See, Faber is another one of those guys. Yeah, he looks like a surfer dude, right? Yeah, he does not look like he's a fighter. He's a total surfer dude. But, you know, he looks like he's athletic. He does, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Dominic, if he's got his suit on, he doesn't look very athletic. No, he's in flip-flops, shorts, and shirt, right? Yeah, yeah. So, okay, let's think. Let me think. I'm thinking... uh. Definitely not Yoel. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> but I'm trying to think. There's those two guys. I would say Josh Barnett. Josh Barnett? Okay. 
Yeah, he he seemed like a you know, or or like he, a Roy he, Nelson. He was always kind of flabby too, right? Yeah, Roy Nelson definitely. Okay, Roy Nelson does not look like a fighter. No, you know what I didn't like like about him? He just never got rid of that gut. It, it was such a. But he didn't give him. Yeah, but then it just cost him like a lot of fights. I feel like he could have just That's went, went to That's two or five, and I'm pretty sure he would have held on to most of his punching power and. And he was a pretty good wrestler, so I think he would have done pretty good. But he's just a stubborn dude who just wanted to do what he wanted to do. Yeah, and I remember, I'll never forget, when I saw him fight uh, fight Brendan Vera, who was back in the UFC at that time. And yeah. Brendan Vera, like, kneed him in the head, like, 10 times, and he never yeah. went down. He was, yeah. And I was like, man, this, you know. This, you know, it's you know what that 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 extra layer of fat is, you know. I mean, it's not on his head, but you know, yeah, it's not on his fucking chin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he wasn't going down easy. He wasn't going down. But uh, so these three guys, he by Overeem, right? Who? Uh, big country. I think he got KO'd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's when. Yeah, yeah, because and. Overeem got those man titties now. He kind of he. I mean, he's a big guy, but he's kind of starting to look that way too. Yeah, but he's been he cranked it, so it's just he when he lost That's that, true. it just kind of fucked it, fucked up his his fighting game because he just didn't have that aggression anymore. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I will say, someone like uh, if he didn't have his cauliflower years, someone like Frankie Edgar looks like a genuinely nice guy. What about uh, Randy Couture? Yeah, Randy does not. He doesn't have that fighter look. Like, like looks are like he. Randy looks kind of like uh, he looks a little rugged. You know what I mean? He does look like a gym teacher kind of type. You know? Yeah, yeah. He's got that rugged look. So like, like Rich Franklin used to be. I mean, Rich Franklin kind of arguably he was a high school math teacher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think those guys, or even yeah, someone like. Uh, like someone like Max Holloway, I wouldn't see as a fight. <laughs> yeah. You know, Waluigi, our good friend Waluigi. <laughs> Bless. He's blessed. He looked like Waluigi. Yeah, it looks like a good dude, though. But uh, I think he's going to have that rematch, right? He got that rematch against uh, uh, freaking uh, what's his face? Um, I'm trying to hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I, I, I forgot. I forgot. Who did he fight? I don't even know. I have the worst memory. I keep forgetting everybody now. No, no, I know he got whooped by 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 Dustin, and I felt really bad because I was rooting for Max, and then he lost his title to oh, uh, Volkanovski. Yeah, yeah, but but you know what? Yeah, the great one for for Holloway. That was just uh, he wasn't prepared for for the power that that uh, Poirier. Yes, he he probably took on that fight, and he thought he would be able to get away with not putting on masks. Because he was probably thinking about dropping back down to defend his title right away, and that yeah, cost him yeah. that was I. Right. That was kind of like Dustin did his work. He though. did, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. And we watched that together, and it was just the power differential was like yeah, evident. And, and he and Holloway didn't have the power to kind of scare scare Poirier off, so he he didn't really care of what was thrown at him because he knew he'd be able to take it and hurt Max at, at the same time. So it was kind of like that Chuck Liddell style where he just didn't care about about getting hit and, and try to just knock the other dude out. Yeah, so Max is... But Max was never that kind of guy who would 
you know, Max is just a volume fighter. He's like accumulation. He's like, it's like a Diaz, you know, he just, he tags you and he just like a Joanna, your Jacek or like Max Holloway, Diaz, like they just wear you down with like accumulated strikes. I don't know. It just felt like Poirier thought he was invincible. It's, it felt like he was fighting like a 10 year old kid in there and you just like didn't yeah. give a fuck. You yeah. could see that though. Like one hook from Poirier would like push Max back and Max would like hit him with five punches and it wouldn't, it seemed like it wouldn't even like Poirier was yeah, cool yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, no. So that, and then that fight against uh, Alexander the Great. Um, who, uh, uh, yeah, that was, you know, it's, it, yeah, I, yeah, I think it was just, it was a war and then, you know, he's getting that immediate rematch, which is yeah, good I for think him. we're getting in a time where it's kind of like the changing of the guard too, right? A lot of new fighters that are, that are really good or up and coming. Oh, please. No, I, you know, you know, I'm a fan of the blessed <laughs> yeah, era. I don't know. I just feel like there's yeah. a lot of new people coming in. Game is kind of changing a little bit, and then we'll see a lot of new champions. I think Max is gonna hit him with a ten piece. <laughs> oh yeah, the ten piece in the soda. <laughs> I just sent you that video. The ten piece. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That chick hit the other chick with a ten piece. <laughs> she was just teeing off on that yeah, girl. Man. Damn. <laughs> All right, so we got we covered our our uh, our we have our Kobe tribute and we had our our kind of MMA, you know, which was supposed to take like ten minutes, but of course with us it always takes. Yeah, so I think I think we'll do. Uh, so we covered that. I think we'll take a, a a little bit of a breather for now, and then uh, we can uh, we can do a we can uh, we can kind of continue because I don't want these, you know, what happens when you record a long time and you lose all that shit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, yeah we'll we'll save so this I'm, segment and then, then we'll hop on. We'll save this segment and we'll back, we'll be back in a minute. Or we'll be back in like five months. <laughs> that did happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, yo, we record half an hour. We were like, all right, let's record so next good. week. That and then be so good. And all of a sudden, fuck, <laughs> we disappeared. Yeah, we were on that way, man. We were getting the word out there. And, you know, it wasn't, you know, we, we were finally getting people that weren't our friends that we begged to listen to this show. And uh, and, and that was that. Like we had we had good reason. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff, you know. Uh, you know, people yeah, got married, so they was married. Uh, definitely a huge change in my life. Yeah, it, it, you need to give that time to your significant other in the beginning because it's a huge change for the both of you, and and especially for me, I never lived with anyone before, so it was good that that I took that time off, and I think it was good for you to take that time off too. You got a lot of things in order, and you accomplished things that you really wanted to. Uh, in your life yeah yeah so that's good so you know that's that we 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 we're back at it and uh and i'm just gonna take a quick uh we're gonna pause this and let it process and i'm gonna call you back all right peace for now (laughs) yo yo all right we're back from the break so we got about 20 minutes And uh, of the first episode, and I think we got to go back to our roots and kind of we talked about some important events in sports, but kind of what kind of you've been watching or playing. Um, And we're probably going to, you know, we both love video games, so we might do some like streaming with with video games as tied to this and 
and we want to get that out there, but to not get ahead of ourselves right now, I think we want to say anything that you've seen recently or played or whatever that you would recommend because we're trying to do the service to to our you know listeners what you know the the single digit number of listeners that we got <laughs> i don't know there's been a lot of good tv lately because i think disney came out with their disney plus and they had to roll out they rolled out a pretty good show with and I'm have you seen have you seen uh watch disney plus i have watched the mandalorian and that's what i had disney plus for but then I don't have it anymore. So we talked about this. We talked about this baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah baby Yoda. <laughs> hey. It came out of nowhere and it's like took the internet by storm. Straight high. Yeah, and some people made like a, a, a musical about him or something. What? Not like a musical, like some Asian dude and some white dude making a song about him. Oh, so okay. <laughs> when I think an Asian dude and a white dude collaborating, I'm thinking musical. I don't know why. <laughs> but but uh, but you know, uh baby Yoda is I mean it's not Yoda. Yeah, it technically is not Yoda, but people just fucking call it baby Yoda because this is the easiest thing. And I think it's just like a tongue in cheek thing. People obviously know it's not Yoda, but they just say Baby Yoda because it's it's funny and 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 it does it looks like Yoda. So it, and it, so how many of these guys are out there? How many of these little green Yoda looking and I, and dudes are out? Just there? like people understand and what you're talking about when you say Baby Yoda instead of like the Mandalorian kid, right? It's just the easiest thing for people to to listen to and identify with Baby Yoda. No, but it's I thought Yoda was like the only one of his race. You're wrong because <laughs> in, 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 <laughs> that was very definitive. You're like, yo, motherfucker, you're wrong, motherfucker. Because in in Attack of the Clones, like the original, uh, I mean the prequel movies, there was another thing like Yoda, Jar Jar Binks. No, <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw his name in there. That fucker. No, how dare you? People <laughs> trying to forget about that shit. <laughs> but there was another uh, there was Yoda and then there was Yaddle it was like a girl version of well, like his kind yo first of all they never explained what he came from or what planet he's from or or if they like how they reproduce or anything like that Yada was in Attack of the Clones yeah I think it was like the first or second one I can't remember now but she uh, like she was on the Jedi Council oh shit so she she spoke like him too, uh, yes. Like the okay weird thing whatever they did. Oh dang! Okay, so this baby Yoda does not talk, not yet. No, and apparently he's fifty years old because like Yoda's was like nine hundred years old when he died, so they have like a really long lifespan, but they stay like a baby for such a long time. Which I don't. That's the part I don't get. It's like why is it still a baby? Why is it still like helpless after fifty years? You know what I mean. That would make them like the easiest, easiest animal to kill. <laughs> if it stayed like, but he has no, he has no skill. He has, he has like innate force powers. Like within that race, they're just super strong in the force, and they're able to use the force uh, without like any real teaching. Because even as a baby, he was able to lift like this fucking huge rhino thing. Yeah, so he's fine. He could look like a little kid and be okay. 
but he just acts like a little kid and and he puts himself in danger like a little kid so i if if it's out living in a forest which is probably like its planet it probably end up dead so easy unless it's unless it's not but it's got the force it can protect it unless yeah well that's true or maybe they're on a planet that doesn't have like a lot of predators although the baby yoda ate a frog he ate a frog on the yeah. show. Yeah, he ate a frog on the on the show. Straight ruthless, and murdered the frog, and like dug, shit. shoved it in his mouth. Man, these Buddhist guys something to say about that. <laughs> but, 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 so he's okay after he ate the frog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, no, it was not like a, it was not like he got himself in a shit situation because he ate a frog. No, he's just like going about his life and decided to eat a frog. Shit, all right. <laughs> Sounds like a Yoda thing to do. But uh so you've got so the Mandalorian is what you've been watching. There's and... two because then Netflix they had their The Witcher's show. That's pretty good too. Yeah, the Witcher, the the Witcher got some uh they got some explicit scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that the first thing you jump to? <laughs> no, because you know, you're watching TV and suddenly this chick's like, yo, like I got to summon this genie and she like, no, I got to fucking take my clothes off. I'm like, do you really, does it, does it actually say in the manual that, you know, like, I think a lot of, I think a lot of straight men out there and, you know, some, some, we got to, you know, play, you know, fair is fair. Like we, there's some lesbian women out there might be like, yo, I mean, that's not a bad way to summon a jit, but, do you really have to fucking take your shirt off and fucking have your tits flailing out when you're summoning a genie? A genie? But, genie? But at that point, she was trying to like fix her ovaries, right? So that and she had to like draw some stuff on herself. So I guess she, she had to really fix her to... ovaries by bearing her bare tits. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, so yeah, that was uh that was kind of explicit, but you know, I'm sure a lot of people ain't complaining about that. But to me, when I was watching, I'm like, yo, is that really necessary? Not to sound like approved because I ain't. <laughs> but I'm just saying that was a little like, yo, it may be something else. Maybe when you're actually getting intimate and down and dirty, you know, not yeah. when you're fucking summoning a gin. Yeah. But anyways, what do I know about summoning Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you look at a line and you rub up on the fucking lamp. You don't fucking take your shirt off. <laughs> no, no. At that point, its lamp was broken and it was like willy-nilly in the universe, and she was trying to like entice it into coming in and getting her the wish done, right? Okay. That's a, we forgot to say spoiler alert, but all we said was she showed her tits, so we should be okay. <laughs> now more people are going to watch it. They're like, "Yo, yo, get me on that show right now." Yeah, okay. People listening to this show are going to watch that show. Anybody listening to us right now? The fucking five people listening are just scrambling to watch the show after what we said. Yeah, because yeah. all of them pervs out there. <laughs> so 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 uh so that part was kind of hard you have to answer me this question how many episodes of the witcher have you watched i watched the whole thing you watched the whole thing i watched the whole thing because you know what i will say when i say this you'll know i watched the whole thing because i'm just gonna say these two words traitor bitch oh yeah okay Right, the traitor bitch. Yeah. The traitor bitch had that shit in her ear, and she was a traitor bitch. 
so so as soon as I say traitor bitch, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, but that show, like the first season, they had to really kind of get things going and introduce characters and put the story to the next season. I feel it, it got better as it went along when they kind of got through like the slow bits and introducing yes. people and whatnot. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to the next season. And and uh, and wh- what is this? The guy's name Henry Cavill. He's like the perfect witch. Yeah. No, he looks like, you know, I never played the games. I mean, I've heard of the games. Uh, I just, you know, I'm a mobile game guy, which, which you'll scoff at. I don't play the real big, I don't play on the consoles. I just tap <laughs> buttons on my phone. But The Witcher is a good game, in your opinion. It was an awesome game, yeah. Open, kind of open world and fantasy. And there's kind of like a bounty hunter aspect because you're you're a paid kind of mercenary you know, like take jobs it doesn't matter what and uh, you're hunting kind of mystic animals and you're hunting people and you're solving curses and whatnot so it was pretty cool in that way the third game was pro- definitely the best one well it has actually books too so there are books out there that you can read but i never read any of the books the games i just played the games yeah so very very popular franchise obviously with a lot of devoted fans and it appears that a lot most of the fans really like the show like it was a faithful adaptation of the games it was a faithful adaptation of the books um what was one thing that i remember <laughs> um i'm trying to think because there, there were some weird moments in that show there was uh um hey, one thing ah. that did confuse me was I didn't really realize at first but how much they were jumping back and forth in time. So so yes, yeah, the storyline yeah, exactly because I was like, yeah. well fuck because because like the, the, the city fell, right? Like the big the, the where the crazy queen was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The warrior and that city fell, and then you have these guys as you know, the you know, there was you know, spoiler alert, but there was this guy who uh, boinked his sister. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the guy who boinked his sister, we see him as kids. And I'm like, yo, like, where the fuck these guys come from? I, you know, I almost thought this guy boinked his sister when they were 10. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, that's just fucked up, man. Why the fuck y'all putting this in the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I, that shit used to happen all the time. I don't know, man. <laughs> I hope it like marry people off, like you know, relations and shit. Oh shit! Oh, <laughs> See, this show's getting out of hand after the first episode. <laughs> We're lucky we don't have Son of Ben or 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 Sid. <laughs> we should have got him on the show, but we talk about remember that juggernaut episode? We talk about jumping out of the way so they don't bang you in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> the jailbreak yeah, do you t- yeah, yeah. i was listening to some of our old episodes and having a good laugh i need to i need to listen to them again yeah yeah it's good it's good for for again go to spotify if you you you're if you're listening to this you're probably on spotify please subscribe you know please put our fan base in the double digits we need your help okay yeah, sorry we sorry we, we don't post all the time but just bear with us we'll bring you the good shit we will. We will. Like talking about summoning Jim with your titties. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but yeah, so we have 
we have that. And apparently that, see, I don't know anything about the game. That Bard guy apparently is in the game. He is. He's in the game. He's like, uh, he follows you around and he makes songs of all your endeavors and stuff like that. He makes you kind what of... What about that old dragon dude? What about the old dragon dude? Uh, you know what? I've never seen him. Maybe he's early in the books or the first game, which I didn't play much of the first game. I played the third one the most because it was the most kind of fun to play. He had the two chicks who looked like Mayday. Yeah. Or Okoye, yeah, they were falling around. Or Okoye from Marvel. Uh, Black Panther. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okoye. Yeah, yeah. They they look like Okoye. They got like... Uh, or like the Conan, that, that Mayday girl in Conan. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. Or like uh, like freaking Michonne. But uh, but yeah, so there's there's the Witcher, um, and we probably have like uh, like like five to ten minutes left here, so maybe we want to talk about um, like uh, any any movies you've watched in theaters or anything like that, or any kind of games you're playing right now that people can do while they're, you know, whatever busy work, you know, going on a commute. Yeah, I just have my old games that I play. I only really play two. One's the Marvel Puzzle Quest and the one's, other one's Marvel Future Fight. I've just been playing them for a long-ass time now, so don't really have Yeah, it's like for those who know people. they're Marvel licensed games, right? Yeah, yeah. And we sh- we showed that off in like one of your play Let's Play things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to we'll, – we'll probably upload it on the Homeboys podcast. And then uh, and, and we will uh, we will discuss that a little more. And I think it depends on where this goes. But I, you know, I like this direction where we kind of talk about everything. Um, and maybe we'll do some streaming. Maybe we'll play some trivia. Um, you know, like trivia crack or like quiz up or something like that. Me personally, uh, let's see what kind of show I watch. Oh, I can't. Oh, I've been playing tap games on my phone. <laughs> so, so their games for those of you who don't know is like you're just you know I could be watching something on TV or like just you know doing busy work, and then once in a while I check up, and I'm like you know it's idle game, so you're just tapping it once in a while. You know you're earning money, not real money. I wish I could get paid playing those games, but it's just you're kind of building your empire. Oh uh, man, I don't know why you play those games, man. Okay. Um, give me one second. I think I might need to pause here. Yo, yo. Hey, what's up? What's happening, Dooms? Did you get that rice? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got that rice, but uh, we had to edit out a segment. I'm not going to lie. No, no, just keep it on a down low. We ain't talking about that. It's, we ain't talking about the rice. We ain't talking about rice gate. We ain't talking about the rice incident. <laughs> but it worked out. It worked out. It was just a funny moment. Um, but uh, but yeah, we <laughs> it was funny. We uh we about to wrap up the show though. We uh this is this episode is gonna drop. We're very you know what we're very efficient today. Yeah, we just kind of did it in one shot. Yeah, we, you know, instead of like other times we were fucking around, we would lose stuff, we would lose bits. Yeah. And you know what? I think in the future we should just do this. Okay. If we can, that is. Like if we have like one day, we have one or two hours, we could just polish it off, right? Yeah, you're pretty good at editing, I guess, and everything. So if we need to do that, we can just do that instead. 
Yeah, and you know what I think for us is you know the the best thing about doing this with you and uh, is just really because we've known each other for such a long time that we can literally talk about anything. We can kind of we know like you know we don't have to really like we're not really this all this unscripted and we kind of we can feed off each other and you know I think that's the best part about about doing this again because we don't you know we can we can just go and fly by the seat of our pants and we won't be out. Yeah, it's been working out pretty good so far. So, good, good. All right. So to wrap up, though, before we get to the shoutouts, okay, we talked about uh, just a recap of today. Uh, we have uh, we talked about you know again Kobe tribute, and we talked about return of Connor, and we talked about um, and and the Witcher. Um, anything interesting that is kind of upcoming? Anything that uh. Any upcoming things like for the upcoming week or kind of in, you know, that's that's on schedule. Anything you want to get into, um, like any shows you want to get into, anything that you're kind of excited for, um, anything? Hmm, anything coming up soon? Uh, not that I can think of off the top of my head. I don't know. Is did Chinese New Year's already happen, right? Yeah, Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year. Shout out to all the Chinese people out there. Um, you know, ch- uh, you know, get your mask. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but <laughs> you know that that shit is sold out. That shit is selling like hotcakes. That know, shit man. is selling out. That shit like you know that shit flying off the shelves like J Cole mixtape. But. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, you know, that's a whole topic for another episode. <laughs> yeah, <that> is, yeah. <laughs> but you know, like those, uh, whatever, those empty jugs or whatever on people's heads and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord, that's too much. I think I think now that floodgates are open, we got to talk about it a little bit. <laughs> we can edit this part out and put it on another show. I don't know. Nah, man, we came back with a bang. We're three minutes in. We might as well. I'm going to cap this at like 10 minutes, so it's like an hour and a half. But we gotta talk about we can't just bring up motherfuckers with jugs on their heads and not fucking talk about <laughs> literal jug heads. So describe these pictures that you sent to me yesterday. Yeah, so they're <laughs> this picture is literally from YVR Airport, Vancouver Airport. Someone's coming back from I think I you know I don't even know where this person's coming back from, but they're waiting at the <laughs> the whatever the luggage carousels that they have there in YVR and this person has a mask on and they fucking cut out this clear jug and they're wearing it on their fucking head. It's just ridiculous. I don't know what the fuck they're protecting themselves from, but it's, it's probably spent the entire flight to Vancouver wearing all that shit on their fucking head. <laughs> they protected themselves from intelligence, from knowledge. <laughs> that, that's how they were that's how they remain fucking ignorant. Yeah, you know I mean, that's it. That's the shit. I, you know what? I'm a, you know, somebody's got to put some fucking future mask off. We got to fucking sign off with that shit. We got to fucking start playing mask off because these motherfuckers can't take that shit off. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, there was that. What was that other picture of these people in those fucking plastic bags? These shrink wrap? Yeah. yeah, I guess they're at an airport. And then, the, yeah, the bags, like they're, Little kid in a stroller, they're covered, covered up with a plastic bag, like the kid's gonna suffocate. Shit, 
Yeah, someone's going to wrap your Every single plastic bag out there has like a disclaimer on it, not to put it over your head. But these these guys <laughs> are just fucking putting it over their entire body. Lord, that's too much, man. That's too much. <laughs> I'm still laughing. It's so funny. I'm looking at a picture right now, fucking cracking up. But, but, oh, fuck. But, you know, anyways, public service announcement stay safe out there. You know, wash your damn hands. Don't do anything stupid. You know what I mean? Just, uh, yeah, just don't be eating no bats. <laughs> yeah. Don't like, yeah, don't fuck with those exotic animals, man. <laughs> yeah, man, don't fuck around with that shit. Can't fuck around with it. But uh, so public service announcements: stay safe out there, and uh, you know, it looks like things are, you know, hopefully things will work out. But it, it seems like so far that it's it's a low incident. So if y'all out there, you know, like just just fucking act like a normal human being and. If you're sick, just stay home for Christ's sake, you know, so you don't spread that shit. That goes for fucking regular flu to anything else, you know, and just fucking these motherfuckers running around like they fucking got free reign. Yeah, and I think like there's like a weird negative stigma towards this uh whatever flu, I guess that they would call it. But yeah, you shouldn't. If you're sick, like get your go get checked out. Uh because yeah, go get it checked out and stay the fuck out. Stay the fuck home. Don't be like, you know, these motherfuckers flying out all over the world and they hacking away and they think it ain't shit. Yeah, because you're just going to fuck the human race. Like, it's it's not just like one person. It's everybody that's going to get messed up. Yeah, yeah. Nah, so that's just, you know, we, uh, you, with the floodgates open, so we fucking, <laughs> we had to talk about these motherfuckers <laughs> out there. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, uh, there's, there's that. So there, there's that, but any sort of uh, you see that new Bad Boys movie? Oh, I guess I yeah. Well, the, the previews and stuff. I'm, I don't know what to think. I heard it got pretty good review. Not gonna lie. I, I mean that's just hearsay because you know I fucking yeah, it's out, man. Oh shit! And then there's a trailer that dropped for Fast and the Furious. Oh yeah, Fast Nine or whatever. Yeah, and there's also uh, that Morbius trailer. You see that one? I've seen that one as well. That that looks interesting. That looks pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because for like those who don't know, right? yeah, for for those who don't know who uh who who does Morbius character, he's actually pretty cool though. Okay. Like he know. like uh he's like he like a vampire. He had like this blood illness. Like he's a good guy, and then he became a vampire. He tried to cure himself. Motherfucker start eating bats, maybe. You know, and, uh, yeah, yeah. another sickness for you, bats. <laughs> yeah, I know what it became like he developed this vampiric condition, and you know the 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 moral of the story is don't fucking mess with bats. Okay, yeah, Why you gotta go eat bats and shit. Like <laughs> mess with bats, like just just don't fuck around with bats. But but he did that, and then he became. Oh shit! I'm getting a call right now. Uh, okay. We gotta go. Yeah, it depends how how much longer we got on here. Okay, we'll just wrap it up then. We'll do our shout outs and we're good. We'll wrap it up in Morbius. Yeah, that should be an interesting movie. Jared Leto, good actor. Should be good. Yeah. A good actor, but, you know, he played that character in that Yakuza movie. That was kind of fun. What, what character in what Yakuza movie? It's called Outsider. It was on Netflix. This guy's like a Japanese World War II veteran and he, like, joined the Yakuza. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, but it's on there. But I we're gonna wrap up because sounds like you gotta go. 
but uh but we're gonna wrap up um and uh and so what we are going to do is um we're gonna shout out all these people uh today and um oh guard dog oh guard dog barking so uh both of us actually have dogs in our house now so y'all might hear some dog noises and barking and howling from time to time but anyways the last little bit we got our last minute we're gonna do it real quick uh we got a shout out um you know we got a shout out to uh to uh uh conor mcgregor i guess he seemed like a reformed man yeah. and uh, he got his dub shout out to cowboy Cerrone who got paid um shout out to uh shout out to you know people who summon genies with their titties hanging out um <laughs> hello <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, shout out to Henry Cavill who played a very convincing Witcher, Geralt of uh, what 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 place he from? Sorry, what place he from? Geralt of what? Arivia. Of Rivia, yeah. Shout out to Geralt of Rivia. Um, not a shout out to the motherfucking incestuous fuck. Um, <laughs> kid turned out to be a goddamn werewolf. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, and um, you know, and definitely, um, definitely not a shout out to all those motherfuckers wearing jugs around their heads and putting plastic bags on their kids. Yeah, man. And, Stay home. And, Don't fucking <laughs> motherfucking airport. No, 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 no. Don't come anywhere near us. Fuck these guys. But <laughs> but but uh, but last but not least, uh, before we sign off, we gotta just uh, you know, just. Back to that somber note, we got to honor a legend and, uh, you know, we will, um, yeah, just, you know, I, I, after I finish talking, I'm going to, we're going to be quiet and I'm going to end this recording after 24 seconds or 24 seconds of silence for Kobe Bryant. All right. All right, man. So in five, four, three, two, one, peace, brother. <laughs>